0: It's time for 6 a.m. practice. Your go-to podcast for all things student athlete related. Listen in as Coach Riley interviews leading experts in the world of student athletics and gets you the must-know information. Looking for that edge to earn more playing time? Want to know the insider secrets of athletic development? Whether you're an athlete or a parent, he's got you. So let's get started. Here's your host.
1: Coach Riley. Welcome to the 6am podcast with your host, Coach Riley. That's me. It's been a long time coming. I've been on Instagram for about six years and I've always toyed around with the idea of having a podcast and this is the first inaugural podcast and it's all because of my host, my guest and the host. I'm already a little nervous. Who I've been following on Instagram forever, he walks the walk. He is not somebody who's just out there motivating, saying stuff. This guy gets it done. Jean-Luc you are a first form athlete. Is that the correct term that I would use?
0: Not an athlete. So I worked there actually for for six years.
1: What's that experience like being being part of that family?
0: Yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah, and and those guys are all uh, left to do my own thing. So it wasn't bad terms or anything like that. Those mm-hmm. guys were all still my brothers, really good friends with, with Andy and Sal and been working with them for, for years and we still keep in touch and everything like that. But yeah, man, I mean, it's... It was a one heck of a ride. I started there fresh out of high school and learned a heck of a lot. Worked my way up and had been there for six years. And being surrounded by those kinds of people that just push you and motivate you, it 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 does something to you. You know what I mean? And I come from an athletic background, so I was used to the pressure and things like that. I think that's why it kind of resonated with me. But it was brought to a whole nother level in that kind of context. You know, in those within those walls, And, and I'm forever grateful to those people for the man that they helped mold me into and the path that they helped set me on. Now, obviously, I'm not with them anymore. But of course, I owe so much to them for helping inspire me and give me some direction and the courage and a skill set that I can take with me for wherever I go in this world. So it it was an awesome thing to be a part of it was it was hard for me to leave. But ultimately, I, I wanted to chase my own thing. But I'm forever grateful for the opportunity that I had to work with them and maintain those friendships with all those guys. It's a super cool community. There's nothing like it.
1: Well, and that's, that's where I was going with that is, is when you surround yourself with people, right? Mm-hmm. So you were, a, you were an athlete in high school. You know, I believe you played some soccer yeah. think for you know, quite a long time, 15 years. And so how important is it to have the right people around you to surround you, whether it's on your team or your friends or who you're hanging out with after school? How important is that to come to to help you be successful?
0: Yeah, great question, man. Well, I'll kind of start chronologically, right? So yeah, you hit it right on the head. I played soccer for about 15, 16 years, dabbled in a couple other sports, baseball, jujitsu, ultimate frisbee, things like that. But soccer was definitely my main sport. And one of the lessons that kind of stuck with me in terms of like surrounding yourself, this wasn't actually like a choice of mine, but it I think there was a reason my parents kept me on this team because they probably saw it when I didn't. But one coach that I had specifically when when I was in probably fifth or sixth grade, maybe, we were warming up for a soccer game. And I'll never forget this. We were just like we were a pretty good team. And we knew the team we're playing against was not that great. So we weren't really taking our warmups that seriously. We were kind of goofing around and not really doing what we were supposed to be doing. And my coach, I was one of the higher skill level players on the team, and I was just goofing off and he blew up on me for it. Rightfully so. He like he handed it to me, you know what I mean? And after the game, I told my parents like I was really upset about it and and all that kind of stuff, like it was like unfair because these players weren't getting treated that way and I was and they kind of like put it in perspective. They're like, "Well, Jean-Luc, like look, like you're one of the better players on the team. Like the reason he snapped at you is because he knows you have the potential to do better and you're just wasting your talent and your skill by goofing off." And I never forgot them saying that. And then forever since then, I kind of looked at the coaching and and all that kind of stuff different for the rest of my life. And that was, like I said, like I was a young kid, maybe even not even a teenager yet. And it's gone with me literally to this day. And I'm sure it will stick with me forever. But in terms of like your peers and everything, yeah, it's really important because like everybody says, you hang out with five people, you become the sixth. And I went through that in high school. You know, there's actually at a time there was a group of kids I was friends with, and uh, I recognized that it wasn't a good crowd, and I didn't have another friend group to kind of jump ship to, but I was like, I'm not going to be treated this way by this group anymore, so I just said, like, peace out, guys, like, I'm out. For a couple months there over summer, like, I didn't hang out with anybody because I didn't have any other friend group, but I just knew I didn't want to be surrounded with a bad group, and sure enough, I mean, I got new friends kind of that scooped me up, and I am still friends with those people, and it's helped me kind of delineate who I kind of give my time and energy to without sounding arrogant. I don't want to sound like it's the most precious commodity, but trying Ta-
1: to- time is uh, our time right. is the most pre- you can always earn more money. You can always have right. another vacation, you know, but the, that's, I want to, I want to go back to one of the things you said about the coach yeah. who really, who had high expectations for you, right? Yeah. And when people have high expectations for you, they come down on you hard when they see that wasted potential. Totally. If if they don't see anything in you, they're just gonna leave you be, right? Right. Like, you know, oh Jimmy's middle of the road, like they just they're okay with it, right? Right. And as an athlete, you want to worry when the coach stops talking to you. Right? Right, yeah, exactly. Like if, if they're not paying any attention to you or they're just kind of like, you know,
0: you overlooking not, your Playing around. Yeah.
1: Right. And so, so that the fact that you learned that lesson so young is such a huge thing. And I, I would imagine that's helped form who you are as a person in all things, right? Yes. Yeah. how you do anything is how you do everything. Totally. You can't, you can't be a high level athlete who's successful in school and studying and all this other stuff. And then yet do the total opposite in another area of your life. Right. right. So high expectations, there's a lot of pressure. and so that how so there's a lot of pressure with student athletes when it comes to school and grades right and so how did you balance i mean even even as an adult right how do you balance you only have so many hours in the day right Right. you sleep a third of them you work a third of them and then you have another third to do whatever you're gonna do right so how do you what is the best whether it was something you learned in back in high school whether it was something you learned last week what is the What would be the, the one thing you would tell yourself 15 years ago or 10 years ago? What would be the one thing you tell yourself about managing your time and how to be successful at time management? What would you tell the younger you?
0: Yeah, good question. Well, let's see. Um, well, I think when I was still a student athlete, I was very fortunate to be in a in an environment and in my home, I had very loving parents and they were very supportive. I mean, they helped kind of make sure I understood my priorities because love it or hate it, parents pretty much always know best. <laughs> um, and and even though I didn't necessarily want want to agree with it, they always kept me on a good path and helped me understand to prioritize things like school and my athletic career, I guess you could call it. Which kept me out of trouble and it kept me busy and stuff like that. It kept me healthy because I was active and all that. And I was I wasn't like a straight A student. I wasn't four point GPA. I was three point five. I got good grades. That's was,
1: good. Three point five is good.
0: I I, I kind of coasted through school. It, it it was I was fortunate enough to be like a, a pretty bright kid. I I would say it served me and allowed me to spend time playing soccer and all that kind of stuff. But now I would say. I've really started to learn this lesson as I have like grown up. And now I have my own home and I live by myself. So I don't have people like keeping me on it, like holding me accountable. I kind of have to hold myself accountable. So if I could tell myself 10 years ago, a way to do better about that, because I'm by no means great. I can always be better with my discipline and all that kind of stuff, I would say really kind of start to build habits and build your discipline, like as young as you can, because then the younger you do that, the more it just becomes a part of who you are. The older you are and the more cemented your bad habits are, the harder it is to get out of them. So it, it right. takes a lot of pedaling.
1: You you hit on something there about, you know, you become who your habits are, right? Yeah. So, you know, like one of the things I used to like to say is, and I still say, is, you know, and not me, but as, as an athlete, you would say, you know, I don't play basketball. I'm a basketball player. Right.
0: right. It's an an identity, not an action.
1: Exactly. And that is something that is so key that so many kids, I believe, don't touch on. You know, nowadays is like, well, I'm going to study for the test, right? Okay. You could say that, or you could say, I'm the guy who always prepares for my tests, right? Right. And that's who you become. And there's this, the brain is very, very strange and magical and does these things. And people are like, you know, self-talk. Well, that's just, you know, that's just hocus pocus and all that other stuff. The brain is so amazing. And when you when, when you flip your, like what you do to who you become, you know, I don't work out. I'm the guy who never misses a workout, even if it's just putting my shoes on and going for a five minute walk, right? right. You become that person. And so that is such a critical thing to learn and you're spot on. The younger you learn it, the more you can refine it. Cause it's a talent. You can, yeah. do, you can figure this out when you're 45. You can figure it out when you're 14, right? Yeah. And the sooner you figure it out, the better your life is because again, how you do anything is how you do everything, right? right? So successful at your job, successful at school, successful in relationships, in managing enough time to have entertainment, right? People are always like,
0: I have no social life. Yeah.
1: I have, yeah. You know, what do you, you got to have balance in everything. You can't just be, you know, 24 seven grind. There's right. got to be some entertainment in there because if you say, I'm not going to look at Instagram. At all, the first thing I want to do is go look at Instagram. Go look at
0: Instagram <laughs> because I
1: can't, right? So if you're like, listen, I'm going to allow myself 15 minutes of Instagram, and in all honesty, 15 minutes is plenty of time. Oh, I'm the yeah, first. I'm the, the first, time. but I'm the first guy. I'll be like, hold on, and I'll look at. I'll look at the. I'll see what time it is. All right, 15 minutes, and then like 45 minutes later, you haven't even. You're still going. Right? You and so,
0: me both, brother. You and me both. Everybody, it's everybody how it's set up.
1: It's 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 how the game is played, yep. and. So that's another thing that we won't delve into, but once you know how phones work and treat you and like mentally and how you become reliant upon them and didn't, there is no fear. Like your where's my phone tap? Like when you tap in your pockets, like, where's my phone? You could yeah. be your wallet. Wallet doesn't even cause that much panic. Right. It's yeah. Very, it's very strange. So the fact that you look at, you know, setting up some self-discipline and, and as you get older and you refine that, you know, it's just like a muscle. The more you flex it, the stronger it becomes. That's everything. Everything to do with humans.
0: And I think it's worth noting that this doesn't just encompass like sports and like fitness, but discipline is like every area of your life because it's just the discipline muscle. It's not like the sports discipline muscle or like the workout discipline muscle. It's like, hey, I just need to practice discipline, whether it's not hitting snooze or putting my phone down when I say I'm going to when I hit that 15 minute mark or reading 10 pages a day like whatever it is like keeping those promises to yourself no matter how big or small they are and I always tell people like start small but exercising that discipline muscle in all areas of your life because you may struggle to go to the gym you tell yourself you're going to go and all this kind of stuff so you can't keep that promise to yourself yet but if you can keep the promise of Reading or eliminating phone time or something like that, you start to respect yourself a little bit more because you're like, yeah, I can do what I'm, what I say I, I'm going to. I can keep my promises. I can, I can keep my word. And then soon enough, you say, Hey, I'm going to go to the gym. If you're a person who keeps your word, as you just said, you are the identity, you're going to find yourself at the gym. It's not going to happen necessarily overnight. It can for sure, but building the habit takes time. Um, and, and it's just worth noting that discipline is in all areas of your life. We're not expecting you to be perfect, and, and, me and me and you are not on here pretending we walk on streets of gold or anything, but we're, we're just speaking from our own experiences, you know?
1: Yeah, and I wonder, you know, you said start small, promise yourself something that you know you can do, right? I wonder if when you tell yourself, like, I'm going to go to the gym, you, know, you set up a big goal that you're not going to do. You just, you just know you're not going to do it. If you tell yourself that you're going to do it, and then you don't do it. I wonder if that plays in later on when you tell yourself you're going to do other things. And if your brain is like, well, you're just lying to me, bro. Well, yeah, sure. That's Friday night talk. Okay. Yeah. You're going to drop 60 pounds in six months. Uh Okay, bud. Yeah. Sure you Okay. And it just goes on like you don't call yourself on it.
0: Totally. It absolutely has a reverse effect. You either get better or you get worse. There's not really a maintenance.
1: Yeah. And it is. And we probably lie to ourselves there's two things that most people can't stand. You, and one of them is usually a liar, right? Because yeah, lying right. lying is so deceitful and goes across so many things, oh. right? Trust issues, all kinds of stuff, right? So um, when you lie to your, so when somebody lies to you, that trust you is so broken, them. you don't respect them at all. So right. we we're can't trust them to ourselves. When we're lying to ourselves, that is very interesting. I'm glad we hit that note off the do some more research on that but
0: yeah it's totally true
1: you know and so I think you're spot on you have to start with the small stuff I'm gonna just I'm just gonna do five minutes today whatever it is I'm gonna one I'm gonna read one page one page yes
0: and you know what the the best part is most of the time if you start reading one page you're like well I'm already here the momentum will carry you into more right I'm saying like it's literally like and now I'm glad that you just said that because I know like guys like Jocko and David Goggins there's that phrase was like, oh, getting started is the hardest part. Or, like, the hardest part is driving to the gym. And Jocko and David Goggins and all those guys are like, F that. Like, that's not true. Like, that's it's like, sure, okay, it's not. But those two figures are talking about, like, elite performers. And it's like, okay, well, how do you get to that elite performer status? You got to start somewhere. And so if you cannot jump from 0 to 100, start by going 0 to 1. Mm-hmm. And then go from one to 10 and work your way up there. And just, you're not expected to be David Goggins and Jocko overnight, but you have to start somewhere. That's what we're getting at.
1: Well, and that's, and so, I'm so glad you said that because people see these guys like, I mean, these guys are huge, you know, Andy, all these guys, right? Oh yeah. You watch them and you get fired up, and you're to run through a brick wall and like, you're ready to go. And then, you know, something happens and you slip up and then all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm not there. Okay, but it's every journey is one step at a time, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll go back to myself today. And this podcast was like, you know, okay, I'm not 100% ready. I had some questions, it didn't work out. Like I went through these obstacles, you know, just to get us. I mean, Zoom was giving me a hard time. Like it was difficult. And so, but when I'm done, I will never regret that I did it. One, and it's, I'm done. I'm done with it. I said I was going to do it, and again, I thank you because I told you. I said, "Listen, I said I'd be honored if you're my first guest on the podcast." You mm-hmm. gladly accepted, and so in the back of my mind, I'm like, "Did I lie to this guy? Did I?" <laughs> I gotta you? do it yeah. now. I gotta do it. Like, I gotta do it, and the sooner the better, right? And right. You look into it, and it's like, okay, just it's going to be clunky. It's going to be whatever, and you just do it. You just start. You just yeah. have. You just have to start. And and that's another thing about social media is you you see these guys on like day three thousand and you're on yeah. day like six, right? right. So you've you got some to success. And I saw saw a picture once and it was basically it was like it's not, and this is the podcast so you can't see, but it's like success isn't like a straight, like a, a 45 degree line, right? It's right. actually a bunch of up and downs mm-hmm. when you zoom out after enough days, it's a continuous climb of improvement, right? Totally. So you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. And it's just, it's so the fact that, and I'm going to talk about your Instagram right here. Consistency wins.
0: That's right, man. (laughs) Every
1: day, bro, you're posting, here's what I'm eating for breakfast. And it's like every day. And some people are like, so what, dude, you're eating it? No, I am consistent. And if I'm consistent in this and I'm consistent in this, I'm consistent in this, you're going to achieve those results because people say you can't predict the future but i know if i do a b and c every single day i get this result so right. you can you can predict your future if it's i'm going to you might not be spot on like might be like well i don't you know i'm not 185 of solid muscle but you're 180 or whatever you're better you're almost there right because being average is just as much of a choice as being excellent is yeah, i right. choose i choose to play fortnite 3 hours a day I choose yep. to eat fast foods. I choose not to get enough exercise. Or I choose to play Fortnite an hour a day. And I choose to take those other two hours and one of them go to the gym and one of them is reading or something like that. Like yeah. there's enough, there's enough time in the day. I and here's the that.
0: thing too, like those small habits that add up to big results, like reading one page or or like doing a five minute meditation or whatever it is, like those seemingly insignificant things like. They are very small and they're very easy to do, but they are also very easy not to do. And the problem is we don't like crash and burn by missing one day. But the problem is we don't build momentum. We don't keep those promises. And one day becomes a week and it becomes a month. And sure enough, you haven't worked out in a month. You lost a month's worth of time to progress because that little thing that you could have just knocked out first thing, you put off and then never got to because it was easy not to. Just as much as it was easy
1: to just do that was so full proud pram- dude that that was the golden nugget of this whole talk
0: right there the, <laughs> clip what, that a little bit i'm there. gonna have to go back
1: because what did you said it's just as easy to do it or and it's just as easy not to do it like yeah. that is so and i totally butchered the quote there but
0: that's all good
1: that's a 100 percent, though you are so spot on with that just you know and you're right you don't Stop going to the gym all at once.
0: You, yeah, it's not going to kill one you, day, you one day, work
1: the next day, right? Miss a meal, right? You know, but a lot of people like, Well, I missed one, I might as well miss two. Well, right, then it's, miss it's three. like,
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, you, you went a little off your calories, so you're just gonna bomb the rest of the day. It's like, No, yeah. no, just get right back on track. Like, look, accidents happen. I'm not asking you to be like a robot and be 100% perfect, but when you fall off the horse, get back on it's that mm-hmm. simple. It's not always easy, but it's that simple.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think Vinny Paz said
0: that. I don't know who said it, but it's whoever. Somebody,
1: that's the thing, man. Somebody probably said it like 500 years ago. Right.
0: Yeah. And we're still (laughs) talking. We're we're still talking about it. Right. That's, you know, that's, that's what I want
1: my legacy to be. I want somebody to say some 6 a.m. quote in like 30 years or 50 years or something like that.
0: Well, hey, they can clip this podcast and then there you go.
1: There you go. Well, listen, I just want to thank you so much and taking the time. I mean, we could have, this is the thing that I love. I, I get on these calls and I start talking to guys who are like minded like myself, like you. It's about success. It's about, you know, putting in the work and, you know, it's, you're not going to get rich quick. And, you know, I mean, like success doesn't happen overnight and does, and it never, ever happens by accident. Success never happens by accident. Right. Right. So the fact that you're willing to share some of your experiences and some insights that you have, because one of the greatest things you can do is share your experiences. And if, Somebody hears that and they're about to do the same thing, but they know that that might not be the right choice. Like who you hang out with, right. you can save years off their lives. You
0: can, oh my gosh, yeah,
1: you can put them so far ahead of the curve. That's a term I like to use, you know, standing on the shoulders of giants. And, you know, my yeah. son told me once that you can learn anything from anybody. And I'm a, I'm a hundred percent believer in that. I mean, even yeah. it doesn't matter who they are, what their life circumstances are. That person can teach you something, even if it's don't make these mistakes. Yeah, don't right. do what
0: I did. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I'm a firm believer in that, man. And that's why I love books so much, because I read a lot of nonfiction, and that's taking other people's knowledge and experience, and then boom, I can just apply that lesson. And now I don't have to go learn and crash and burn. But I just take what they put into words and apply it. You know what I mean? I'm not perfect about it. I never am. But it's nice to be able to soak up those resources.
1: Books are books are the world's, and it's all, ever since it's knowledge, it's a, I read a ton. And like you said, nonfiction, autobiographies, anything like that, right? Because if you can look at somebody who had the same struggles as you and look at what they did in the pitfalls, that is such a huge thing. And, and a lot of people are like, you know, they'll read a book. I'm like, I just got like one thing out of it. Dude, that one thing could save you like six years. Like if it's you never life know, changing, that's all you need. Yeah, right? That for 20 bucks or whatever, right? Right. And another thing I'd posted this carousel about, you know, cleaning your room, right? Yep. Increasing your GPA, right? And some some mom sent that, you know, forwarded it in the comments, right, to her their daughter. And the daughter is like, Man, I ain't reading all that. I was like, <laughs> What? It's only 10 slides. So that's so the that,
0: abomination of social media. Is it's that's just how, attention span. It is so,
1: and so that is, a, that, is, that is why figuring out how to play the game when it comes to social media and all that other, see, I could delve into another. I know, we're about another, to get way off topic. But listen, listen, again, thank you so much. Where can, where can people find you? I know you're on Instagram, so drop your handle there. And then, you know, what, what services, you know, are you, I know you've got, you got like a cookbook, you know, some recipes, some things like that. If I'm a parent or I'm a student athlete and I'm looking to increase my muscle mass or get basically just get stronger in all yeah. things, where can they reach you? And you know, what, what services do you provide?
0: Yeah, for sure, man. I, I feel like this half hour flew by and we barely scratched the surface of things. We could probably talk for hours, but uh, yeah, people can find me all over social media. It's just at Jean-Luc DeCoster. That's J-E-A-N-L-U-C D-E-C-O-S-T-E-R. I know that's a mouthful, but they can rewind and go find it. But uh, mostly I'm primarily active on Instagram. I've got a bunch of information kind of about myself, certifications, kind of what I do. All It's all in the bio there and the links and, and all that. But yeah, I mean, I run a, a fitness coaching business and work with a lot of great people. And it is awesome. I love it. And we help out a lot more people. And it's just been a blessing, man. It's it's super cool. And that's where I connect with people most on social media is, is Instagram. So that's my main main platform.
1: Okay. And so I'll take I'll take a hint from all the podcasts I've listened to. I'll put his links down below in the in the, <laughs> the, show in, the area, in the show notes. Yeah, see, I'm learning, right? I was like, oh yeah, hold on. I'm supposed to put those in the show notes. <laughs> there you um, go. So I'll do all that. And again, thank you so much. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. It's, yeah, it's been you, a little guys. rough. mean, I promise they're going to get better. And, and I want to have you back on as a guest, because again, we could, dude, we could talk for two, three, four hours. And this happens all the time is like, I end up talking to somebody and then you end up with like three hours of, you know, audio to edit and video and stuff. And you're like, what am I ever going to do with all that? But there's so many nuggets in there. So I can't wait to have you back. You know, thanks again so much. And I just want to thank everybody for listening and, uh, you know Time is our most valuable asset, so let's not waste it. Let's get it. Amen, brother. All right. Thanks, everybody.
0: And that's the buzzer for today's 6 a.m. practice. Insights delivered, strategies revealed. Remember, because winners aren't born, they just practice more than everyone else. More expert tips coming your way next episode. Keep getting better, and we'll see you. at 6 a.m. practice.